Our final episode of 2023. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to Studio Two. I'm Avi Wolfman Aaron. And I'm Cherry Gregg. Can't believe you just said that, Avi. This was a year of first for us, right? We launched at noon on March 28th. Somehow, some way. Somehow, some way, yes. And we worked together pretty closely for the very first time. I've, I feel like I've gotten to know you so well now, Avi. People will be shocked that I we know. didn't work together before this because our chemistry is off the charts. It's so Grant. good. Yeah. And we had a lot of laughs on the show because of that chemistry. And we've done about 100 episodes by now. Can you believe that? What? I know. That's a lot of shows, man. <laughs> oh, I'm freaking out. <laughs> it's hard to believe. Producer. It's yeah. hard to believe that uh, they're making us pick our favorites out of all of those I episodes. Know. I know. But there were some guests and segments that really stood out. How do you want to break this up? You want to go first? Um, well, 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 give me a favorite. Yeah. Uh, well, my, my favorite show was. Oh, you got This is your number one. This favorite. is my number wow. one favorite show. The Amos Lee show. He, he was, was so. He was so filled. He came in looking cool. He had those sunshades <laughs> on. And he was sitting in the studio. Could I pull off glasses and doors <laughs> like him? I could. I don't know, man. He just had it on lock. And his excitement and enthusiasm about being here was so amazing. This is really great. I've never been on WHYY before. No. Your hometown. Whoa, First time ever. First of all, I'm going to excoriate WHYY for that right Never. Now. But, it's but, wild. I mean, this was the station I grew up listening yes. to when my my mom was like, okay, now it's time to learn. <laughs> and at one point in the interview, he kind of used the guitar mm-hmm. to like make a point mm-hmm. about songwriting and music. And just that blend of performance and interview was so cool. I just come to a, come to a place where there feels like there's some momentum and then the melody if you listen to the melody it's just the same as the guitar well i walked over the bridge into the city where i live saw my old landlord now we both said hello there was nowhere else to go it's rent i couldn't afford now relationships change though i think it's kind of strange money makes a man grow well, some people it was just something I feel like we both looked at each other and were like, we got to do more of this. Like, this mm-hmm. is such a cool thing to be able to have a conversation that includes music woven into it. There's so many things I'm going to remember from this first year. That show is definitely one I will not forget. Our society, every dollar got a deed, we all need a place and we can go. Okay, maybe this is too predictable. Day one. We actually broke format on our first it was show wild. because it was wild. because there was an evolving news story, which there had there had been this chemical spill mm-hmm. um, in a creek that feeds into the Delaware River, and yep. it was unclear uh, if the water supply in Philadelphia or for much of Philadelphia was going to be safe. We needed people to hear about this right away, so then folks weren't. A day and a half later, suddenly hearing reports that their drinking water might be at risk, and they'd been drinking that water for a day and a half. We kind of got thrown into the deep end on the first day. And afterwards, it was like we did it. I felt like it was a gift from the universe. And I say this because it was a crisis that turned out to not be a crisis. Yeah. And so, but everybody was interested. People tuned into the show. We had callers. It was like, I was like, this is, this is what, what, what we need to be doing. Yes, I live in Hatboro. And I haven't heard anything about the fact that we might be impacted. I'm concerned about the wildlife that live in and on the river that are both native and uh, this time of year migrating is just a poor response to a population that is freaked out. 
a local crisis like this happens, it's a place for people to go to get good information, to have a conversation, and to talk about the bigger picture issues that that crisis brings up. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll use that to talk about something else I really enjoyed this year, which was our election roundtables. We got those to do a couple really of those. Good, yeah. And it was the same thing where it was like post-election, local elections. This is where people can go on the radio dial to get this type of information. You can't get it from the national shows. Mm-hmm. You got to go to studio too. And we had great guests. Sherelle comes from a voter-rich section of the city. Mm-hmm. Northwest and, Philadelphia. And that yeah. they overrepresent, they overvote, and they always have. Lucky for her, the bar <laughs> is really low. Kenny's been the worst mayor ever. From the time he announced through the first year and a half or two years, he was terrific. He put his political capital on the line for the soda tax. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, you know, and then he just checked out. James Patterson. I have to admit, before reading the book that we read for that show, mm-hmm. I had never read a book of his before. I, I knew the name, of course, because mm-hmm. he sold like a bazillion copies mm-hmm. of his books. But I didn't really know that much about the genre or about him. And it just turned out to be so much more open and interesting and introspective than I would have guessed from someone who, I, who I'm sure has done a million interviews. Yeah. So I'm in this traffic. I'm hating the idea that I have to go back to New York City and do advertising. But on the other side of the highway, about every 15 seconds, a car would go by, whoosh. And after an hour or so, it occurred to me that my life was going in the wrong direction. And I had to get on the other side of the Jersey Turnpike. Mm-hmm. And, and I just made that decision that that's what I want to do. I, I want to be on that side. I don't want to work in advertising. Uh, I, I want to write novels full time. Then I learned what the word pay, or, or the phrase page turner means. Yeah. With those three page chapters, man, <laughs> we were breezing through that book. <laughs> It was so good. And, and I just, you know, and I was a big fan of the Alex Cross series right. from before, like the movies, you know, Along Came a Spider and all of that. And the callers were interesting. That was a great show. Hi, um, I am legally blind and I have to read with a closed circuit television, which magnifies the print. I read your books until I'm tearing. My eyes are so sore and mm-hmm. tired and I just can't stop. So thank you for those books and giving me the opportunity to be able to read it. Well, I'm happy I could cause you pain. That's great. Another show that I loved, you probably guessed this because that's when you revealed your your rap name. I'm I'm between Avalicious and Lil Wolfie. Oh, Lil Wolfie. That should be it. I love that. And your dad tweeted at me, by the way. That's Big Wolfie. (laughs) But that show, the 50th anniversary of hip hop show, hip hop has been the soundtrack of my life. So it was truly an honor to celebrate the 50th anniversary with Philadelphia's own DJ Jazzy Jeff. That's right. You know, he and the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Will Smith, you know, they have been pioneers in hip hop. We were just like, yo, hip hop is one of the biggest musics out. You don't want to televise it. We're not coming. Like it was as simple as that. Mm-hmm. We were not martyrs. We were like we were too young to be thinking like that. It was just right is right and wrong is wrong. And there's no way that you're going to have no disrespect to country and western, but there's no way that you're going to have seven country and western categories and you won't give rap one. So we're just not coming. Parents are the same no matter time no place. They don't understand that us kids are going to make some mistakes. So to you other kids all across the land, there's no need to argue. Parents just don't understand. 
one of my interviews that I did. It was a solo one, and I know you wish you could have been there. Was the cocktails show oh that I God, did yes. with Hop Singh Laundromat, famed mixologist Toby Maloney. He had a new book out, The Bartender's Manifesto, How to Think, Drink, and Create Cocktails Like a Pro, and brought drinks in, and they were delicious. See how sophisticated my palate is. So take a sip of it ungarnished. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about how that? aroma completely changes the game of a cocktail. I was a little toasty at work, but don't <laughs> tell nobody. It was such that was a, I, I really enjoyed that segment. Don't tell anybody. Just the thousands of people <laughs> listening right now. Uh, just my friends. One. Yeah, oh, come on. We're all, we're all in this together, guys. One more. Okay. Our conversation with Jeopardy host Ken Jennings. Yeah. About the afterlife. You know, it would be an episode of a sitcom where, you know, somebody went to an afterlife with a lot of dry ice on the floor. Or it would be a movie with a guardian <laughs> angel gone awry, like It's a Wonderful Life. Or it would be a Twilight Zone episode on rerunning on Sunday afternoon. You know, those were my glimpses of the afterlife. And I think that's why I'm just kind of delighted by the stories instead of traumatized by them. (laughs) I found the book interesting, but I also just really liked the opportunity to talk with someone who's well-known, but not about the thing they're well-known for. Like, get them, like, wound up about a a passion of theirs. Mm -hmm. I found him to be insightful and funny. And he was so open. Yeah. And just shared so much. We really like you, Ken Jennings. (laughs) Who else do we like? We love our listeners. We do. And we thank you so much for sticking with us through this year. So many great callers, so many great comments. And uh, that's part of what makes the show Mm -hmm. special. We really appreciate all of you. We also appreciate our producer team. That's right. We got to shout out Debbie Builder, Paige Murray Besser, Andreas Copes, and all of the engineers that have worked with us as well, Charlie Kyer, Al Banks, Tina Kalake, Adam Staniszewski, and Diana Martinez. So many people have helped put this show together. Including Joan Isabella. Absolutely. WHYY's audio general manager. And so for the last time in 2023, the inaugural year of Studio 2, I say to you, from Studio 2 at WHYY in Philadelphia, I'm Avi Wolfman-Erod. And I am Cherry Gregg. Happy New Year, friends. Thank you.